podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Wisdom Cricket World Cup Daily Podcast. This episode is brought to you by Scene, who we've partnered with to deliver all of our England daily podcasts and videos for the rest of the 2023 World Cup. Starting soon on wisdom.com, Scene will be powering our new interactive videos, allowing you to easily skip to certain segments and find relevant articles, offers and opportunities by simply clicking directly within the video. It's taken nearly a month to the day, six defeats in seven, including five on the trot, England are officially knocked out of the 2023 World Cup. The defence is over. I'm Yazran and with me to talk about today's two games, so England's loss to Australia and also Pakistan's remarkable and tournament salvaging victory over New Zealand are Mark Butcher and Jim Wallace. I don't know about you guys, I'm sort of relieved it's over. Yeah, that would be um, the overwhelming and overriding feeling uh, right now. Um, it's just been horrendous, isn't it? Um, ben Stokes gave an interview a couple of days ago. It might have been yesterday, and he, and he basically summed it up pretty well. So we've just been crap, um, and uh, and it's difficult to come up with any hmm. any better description. Um, really, I was listening on the on the way in to the Oval, had the had the radio on, and, and it must have been sort of Livingston and and Moeen got out in, in quick succession, and the signal packed in. So I decided to put a bit <laughs> of Dylan on instead, and. Um, Shelter, shelter from the storm was on, and a line came out of it that that, that seemed pretty appropriate. Um, it's, it, I took too much for granted and got my signals crossed, mm. and that one jumped out at me somehow because mm. it seemed to, uh, to to be pretty apt for the entire um, the entire campaign. Um, I think it's probably a, a, a massive relief to everybody that we no no longer have to kind of like consider points on the uh, the decimal scale for for net run rates well, and, and, and we sort of do for champions trophy qualification <laughs> well, yeah, there is that there is that well you know maybe that feels like a different competition now that's yeah. sort of like that's um that's After that's plate. building that's building houses or, or planting trees for future generations isn't it yeah. Yeah. <laughs> keep uh, keep people interested in 50 <laughs> over cricket but oh my goodness yeah it's been horrific um jim have you got any lyrics for us um <laughs> this is the first time it's you've been on you after Dylan, the game <laughs> It's funny you said Dylan because I've uh, I've been uh, using this line sad-eyed Joss of the low of the low scores because <laughs> every time he come you know they wheel him out after a match and his eyes just there's so much pain and sadness in them so I think yeah it's good that they're finally gone I think it's uh, it'd be good for everyone good for us we can all move on you know it's yeah. like a clean 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 slate but remarkably it's still more than two weeks of the tournament to go. Um, not to show what's under the bonnet of this operation too much, but for weekend games, I tend to um, work at home for the first innings and come in for the second innings um, here to our you know, state-of-the-art studio, the Oval. Um, and let's just say there's not a long gap between my alarm going off and the toss. And without fail, every weekend England game this tournament, that pre-game ritual includes a WhatsApp from Butch picking holes in the selection or the toss decision. Uh, Butch, this is the fifth defeat in the in uh, on, on the trot. Uh, where do you want to start with this one? Oh, boy. I mean, the fact that they rolled out the same team again was, was a bit of a surprise. I mean, you, you could... And we made lots of arguments for sort of reasons why Ben Stokes perhaps shouldn't shouldn't appear again in the in the tournament, not least because of his physical well-being more than anything else. Um, obviously, David Willey plays having 
announced his retirement as well. Although, you know, I didn't see any reason for him him not to be included in the eleven unless he didn't want to be. But the fact that Harry Brooks still couldn't make it into a batting lineup that is misfiring to you know at a at a rate of sort of the old um, muskets that they might have been wheeling out in the English Civil War um, is, is quite something. It really is. Uh, and the fact that kind of you know the 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 idea that that Moeen and Livingston would sort of make up a a, a fifth bowler um, between them because of their batting prowess and of course the, the the batting side of it has been has been not particularly well it's been mm. been awful and um, the bowling side of it not much better. It just seemed to me that there, there was a there was a, a very compelling case that Harry Brook played in that team and one of those two set it out and that if you had to find overs from somewhere. You, you you turn to the guy that people are more than happy to bowl thirty overs in in Test matches, um, in in Joe Root, who doesn't ever seem to get a bowl in the fifty over stuff, which seems bizarre to me. Yeah, but people often, Jim, they 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 often um, accuse pundits of of being wise after the event. But I think the the Moeen Livingston thing is something that we were talking about well in advance of mm-hmm. the World Cup, and you have Moeen at six. I looked up today. Today he only got thirty odd with the bat. That was his highest score in a run chase. Um, in ODI cricket against a full member since before the 2019 World Cup. Yeah. He averages low 20s um, in ODI cricket, yeah. um, batting in the in the top six. And you've got Moeen at six, Livingston at seven, and on a pretty slow wicket that was very receptive to, to turn. Um, their 10 overs, their combined 10 overs went for 70. And I feel like it's a bit like that current conundrum early in the tournament where they're simultaneously making the lineup look short on both mm. bowling and batting and it almost feels like England are playing with 10 especially when they end up literally bowling exactly 10 overs and you saw Travis Head who bowls a lot less than they do bowling a pretty serviceable five over spell for Australia it feels weird that England have gone so all in Mm. on these two guys and there's not that much evidence that either of them particularly in terms of batting at six really works Mm -hmm. it's it's I, like like you, I mean, I didn't text you, but I was I, I saw the thing this morning and I was like, what are they doing? I can only think, do you think there's there's an element of they're trying to keep the stench of defeat off Harry Brook or something like that? They're saving him from that? I don't like, why would you not play him? Like, I just don't, I don't understand it at all. Give him some experience in a World Cup that's only going to, um, you know, serving them well for the, for, for the mm. next few years. But yeah, it's um, it was really confusing. I, there's a Peter Cook, Cook quote, you'll know this. It's, it was, it's like, I've learned from my mistakes and I plan to make them all over again it's it's basically that every time it's like all right well yeah and I'm sure maybe there's I think there's a bit of bloody mindedness there that all right well we're going to go down all guns blazing but not guns blazing it's sort of we're just going to go down by picking the same yeah same and, team, and a lot, a lot of store seems to, to have been made and, and England are not the only teams that have done it through the, the tournament a lot of store seems to have been made in, in due kind of changing the wildly changing the conditions to make chasing a much 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 easier prospect and it kind of hasn't really played out at all. It certainly hasn't played out for England. I mean, their run chases have been have been horrendous. Mm. Um, they're not a particularly strong chasing side anyway. Haven't been since sort of since 2019. And they keep putting a, a batting lineup that is that is misfiring horrendously um, under the pressure of having to chase runs. And I, I just yeah. don't. I don't understand it. After fielding for three hours in yeah, 35 degree well, heat yeah, as well. Four, it's four like... hours as they, as they sort of be getting up to in, in, in steaming hot daytime conditions. Um, yeah, because they've not played Atkinson right either. So so I can only think being charitable, it, it's something to do with protecting them. You know, I don't know, maybe holding them back for, mm. um, you know, to, to let those older guys who maybe have been around the block a bit more who you know, maybe used to it um, and, and saving them for, I don't know what they're saving them for, but it, it seems a bit baffling to me. I, I'm not sure it is that, but I, I think they, 
you know, they're still playing for Champions Trophy qualification legitimately, as yeah. much as we joke about it. That is something they're, they're, they're yeah. playing for. And also, I think that they rightly got a lot of criticism earlier in the tournament for how much they changed from one game to another. They went what? from one extreme... The, 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 what, what, which was the game? It was the South Africa, South Africa game, game where Willie was which, at seven. You know, and we'd sort of spoken after the, after the, the, the two previous defeats that they were, they were going to have to change. Curran was going to have to sit, sit it out and Wokes was having an, an absolute nightmare. Um, and 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 so Atkinson perhaps to come in and bowl middle overs or whatever it is, and he's also got good prowess at the death. And in the one game that he played, he performed really, really well. Um, Mark Wood bowled well today, but still, you know, he bowls well and goes at eights. You know, that's kind of, that's it's baked in. Mm. That, that's what happens. But when they did make all those changes in the South Africa game, they made, so they kind of made ones that we weren't, we didn't foresee. You know, Livingston sat that one out. Um, and, and and of course they shortened the batting lineup to 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 an incredible degree, and then decided to chase runs as well. It just mm. none of that made any sense. And I can understand, you know, sort of uh, them saying to themselves, "Well, look, you know, this is not this is not what we do. We, we do look, try to bat deep. We do want the all rounders into the team." But there was a way of doing that whereby you had you still had specialist top six batters. Um, and had enough bowling to to get through your fifty, but you just would have had to have fiddled it a little bit better mm. than they've done. Um, and, and now, and now, you know, ostensibly they were out of the competition before the game started today. It just to me, it didn't make any sense. My, you know, the, the the worst news out of the, the tournament will probably be, you know, that Stokes is going to have a, a a knee operation now, which has now been delayed by, you know, if you if you're really being critical, you could say, well, perhaps you should have done that straight after the Ashes finished and kind of, you know, not worried about the about the World Cup. But you can understand. Um, his his keenness to come out and defend the title, but but Mark Wood, you know Mark Wood, notoriously um, injury prone. Mm. There's a massive five test match series against India coming up in February, and him playing at the moment it just doesn't it doesn't make any sense from performance, and it also doesn't make any sense now that they're out of the tournament mm. for him to to potentially kind of put one too many miles under on the clock and end up with something serious that keeps him out of that test series. What do you think has gone wrong with Wood this tournament? Because he, he's been really expensive. A lot of players have underperformed, but mm. statistically he's, he's one of them. Sometimes when Wood doesn't do as well on paper as he as he can do, you, sometimes you look at the speed gun and you're like, oh, the speed gun's down. It's really not no, the case it's here. Not. Today just, he hit he's wide. MPH. He's bowled wide. I mean, that's been the, the main issue really has been that he's he's been he's given too much width. The amount of times he's kind of been carved over point and and uh, and sliced over third man and all the rest of it. And if you bake in the fact that somebody bowling at that sort of speed is going to give away boundaries, but you know to good balls, you know you just have to get a bat on it and away it flies. But in the main, he's he would have been probably a foot a foot wide of off stump, which in in one day cricket is is kind of not is not helpful, mm. particularly at that pace. Does he also suffer from being one paced? So, so you can sort of it's fast, but you can right. start to line it up and expect yeah, potentially. It. You, 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 I mean, look, my my brother came up with it with a good point the other day in that in that perhaps the, the best time to use Mark Wood is because he's not he's not very good at the death he never, never has been really a sort of a banker death bowler but you might think about giving him the new ball mm. when the ball swings you know yeah. in, in Australia's bowled the ball has swung for 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 quick bowlers has moved for quick bowlers in the power play and perhaps given you know given his skill you know we watched him here at the over watched him at Headingley bowling 150 clicks bowling these booming outswingers mm. And thinking, well, maybe, maybe if you're going to get the absolute best out of him and the optimum in terms of him um, taking wickets for you, which is basically what he's in the in the team to do, that might be the time to do it. Now that is that's huge, Harry hindsight. I mean, I didn't 
come up with that myself and I didn't come up with it at the beginning of the tournament. But the more you think about it, you kind of go, well, if he plays, then, and if you need him to take you, to take to knock three over in that power play and get England off to a fly mm. with the ball, then that might be the best way to go about doing it. Mm. Um, Jim, I thought there was a clearer plan in the run chase in that they were more <laughs> confident in just preserving wickets, um, keeping the required rate just about in in check, but they kept, A, losing wickets at the wrong time, which doesn't help when that's a strategy. Uh, number two, again, they got really bogged down against spin. Adam mm. Zampa bowled brilliantly, mm-hmm. three for 21 off his 10 overs. Rashid bowled brilliantly, but he was two for 38 off his 10. Mm-hmm. And it's the fourth time this competition that England have let an opposition spinner bowl a spell that's gone a less than three. It's not even mm-hmm. less than fours, less than threes. Yeah. What have you made of how England have, have, have countered spin this tournament? I think it smacks of, of 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 where they are. You know, it's it's a slightly timid, and you know, when when you're feeling maybe a bit low on confidence, and and the, and the losses are stacking up, then you, I mean, but you'll know surely like that that'll inhibit you from coming dancing down and, and using your feet and being proactive. So if you just allow, you know, I was watching the, the we'll come on to the Pakistan New Zealand game. Santner was just he's so good at just he'll get in and out of an over, and it's like oh shit, six balls have gone, mm. and the, and the batter almost is like oh you know that's a maiden or a, or a single or a couple off it and that's a big victory for the, for the bowler in that situation so i think probably they were better today they looked a bit more composed albeit they lost wickets at the wrong times but it didn't seem quite as it wasn't quite as depressing as some of them have been but the, the other thing <laughs> the other thing with the spinners is 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 I've noticed there's been a sort of like a real sort of reluctance to sweep and reverse sweep, which has got kind of been what England have have kind of destroyed spin with over the years. And also Joe Root getting out of the power play before the spinners mm. come on. Now he's he's our best player of spin. He's our best knocker and accumulator of runs in in the in the middle overs when the spinners come on. And he hasn't been there. He's mm. not been batting. He's been he's been out in the in the first. What, 10 what overs have you made almost of, of that? He, he literally averages five mm. from eighteen innings in the power play since the twenty nineteen World Cup, and mm. that is obviously horrendous. But given the form of Bairstow at the minute, that is every single game at the moment. Stokes is coming in in the first five, six overs. Yeah, I mean, that's and their end also gives you another clue as to why they've not been so good against spin because you, mm. you, the, the best time as, as, a, as a fielding captain to bring your, your spinner on, onto the, uh, into the attack is outside of the power play with the opposition two or three down. You know, mm. that's, you, mm. you, that, that is entirely when you're looking to bring him on. You're hoping that your new ball bowlers make breakthroughs and then you, then you hit the middle order with spin as they come in cold. Um, I, I, as as far as his form is concerned, I don't know. I can't really I can't really give you a, an answer to that. He's he's looked more and more out of rhythm as as the, the tournament has gone on, um, and you know maybe his, his trigger movements are getting him a, a little bit sort of a little bit closed off to the ball. But I don't, I couldn't put my finger on mm. it. I mean, he's he's a fabulous player having a horrible trot, and he's not the only one. Mm. Um, just a couple of things in Australia. I thought that um, one for them to get that win today with effectively a 13-man squad because Maxwell was out with a concussion. Mitch Marsh was back home for personal reasons. I think especially the loss of Maxwell on a pitch that, that was that receptive to turn and, and so slow and low, thought was quite a big deal. Um, and also, I think that we talked about it right at the start of the tournament, but by his own admission, Pat Cummins said that he was still figuring out his role with the ball in ODIs. I think he's come, out, come on leaps and bounds mm. across the tournament and he looks really actually one of the most impressive middle over operators and if you're looking at Australia have obviously improved as the tournament's gone head coming back's helped but I, th- I think Cummins actually like really nailing that job 
is is pretty big because in the India series when they played earlier in the year he was he was way off it yeah. Cummins he was I think he had some personal stuff going on at the same time with his with his mum and stuff and he and he went back and forth but yeah he because I was covering some of that series and and he was he looked really out of rhythm and really sort of annoyed you know when a bowler mm. Bolt had it today just looked annoyed from the get go because you know he just sort of wasn't coming out right but uh, yeah I agree he's been he's been a bit of a bit of a as in his understated way a bit of a revelation yeah. again. Um, scrumming fly half asks was today Bairstow's worst ever dismissal against Australia um, Bairstow was out strangled down the leg side off the first ball of the England innings the Lord's one was quite bad in that the w- summer <laughs> <wasn't it? laughs> that might have been what he was referring yeah. to with the question um, um, I mean you know again it's sort of the, the he he being one of the most or perhaps the most destructive top order player in in 50 over cricket over the last goodness knows how many years and it's just it's just been anonymous isn't he in the, in mm. the tournament um and again there's no particular reason for that barring not perhaps being in great nick and then finding finding interesting ways of getting out but um all in all you, you go down the entire list really and, and no one's looked Nobody, barring actually Harry Brook, who who played in the games that he played <laughs> in with with some with with some proper fluency and looked yeah. looked as though he had the the game and the confidence to kind of take on spin in in the middle overs and all that kind of stuff. Nobody else. Everyone has looked a shadow of themselves. Mm. And that's rare, isn't it, to have no one in form at all? Like just no no one really being like, oh well, we we got him. Butler comes in and and you used to think, all right, well here we go. And and now my natural reaction is he's he's going to go before he gets to ten, you know. And it's just. Um, it's, I thought that was such an uncharacteristic, but the dismissal because yeah. there, there wasn't anything different about that ball. He, yeah. he, he just just clothed it. Just clothed I mean, it. Is that, I mean, Zampa's got the got the wood on him anyway, mm. sort of historically. Um, but I mean, now there's a man to talk about, isn't it, Adam Zampa? I mean, he he sort of got mauled in the in the opening rounds of the of the tournament, but he is now looking he's looking sort of impregnable with the ball mm. and, and the 20 odd runs that he made at the back end with the yeah. difference between the two teams. <laughs> so he's a, he's having a stunner of a tournament. And he's brilliant in the field as well. Yeah. Um, we had, we've had a few questions in, in the last week about whether or not this tournament will affect the test team. So spectacular has the collapse been and how there's actually quite significant crossover between the 50 over mm. and uh, test setups in terms of personnel. Do, do you think that that will, it, it's, it's, it, cause it, we've compared it to, um, Ashes tour's gone wrong a few times, but it really does feel like that, if, if not longer. At least in an Ashes tour, you've, you've got the, a test to play for, and that's a really big deal. It's not quite the same at the back end of a World Cup where you're dumped out in the first couple of weeks. Know. I mean, potentially, but this sort of, I suppose you'll get a real stark um, contrast in the sort of in the in the in the personalities around the two setups, won't you? Stokes then becomes goes back to being captain and the, and the boss. Um, but McCullum and all of his uh, his freewheeling stuff and, and players kind of looking like they're having a damn sight more fun, which is basically what's <laughs> happened in the in, in the Test arena. Yeah, I mean the the thing I guess the 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 real I, I don't think the two things are, are, are going to be linked in any way whatsoever. All I will say is they're in the same place, you know. Mm. Uh, and India is is the test for for any team in over over what looks like 50 over cricket as well but also in in test matches and so you know the, whatever england do and however they play india are going to take some beating so mm. you know the, this this is not helpful but i don't think it will be indicative of what happens yeah i'm just thinking that the the ipl test guys who are at the world cup they might mm. as well just move to india like <laughs> <laughs> you know you get their late september Time and, you, and you come up and you come back in may yeah <laughs> 
Yeah, uh, as, it's interesting because it was the same group of players that were, were playing under Joe Root in the main when England lost 17 tests or whatever. Mm. And then and then it wasn't long before the, that same group of players were, you know, world beaters and, and beating everyone. So I think it is a form thing more than anything. And, and you know, form comes and goes and you can you can get back into it. So mm. hopefully that's, they you know, by the time the test stuff comes around with a bit of a break and a bit of a... Um, but it will be tough to go back to the same place, the same stadiums so for, for some, you mm. imagine, you know, you know it from playing club cricket. If you go back to somewhere where you get get absolutely <laughs> oh, yeah. smashed, oh, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, bad memories. Thames didn't away. Um, <laughs> but you you alluded yeah. to it earlier. David Willey announced his retirement from international mm. cricket um, in in the week leading up to this game. Um, not hugely surprising given the central contract news, but he's actually been one of England's most, uh, arguably England's most dependable performer yeah. at the World Cup. What did you make of the announcement, and I guess in particular the timing of it? Um, I, not, I don't make a massive amount of it at all, actually. I mean, you, you, hats off to him to perform the way that he's done, given given everything that's going on around it. So I, I, I don't, you know, it just sort of proves what a what a fantastic sort of fantastically mentally strong person he is to be able to sort of go out there and perform whilst all of that is wrangling on in the background. Um, Obviously, the, the the whole contracts thing is is perhaps not. I don't know. They, they've sort of said that it's not been a distraction whatsoever, but I don't think it could have helped. Uh, and of course, you, you're always looking for you're looking for anything you can cling on to as to why the team isn't performing particularly well. But I don't I don't think that that's one of them. Mm. Um, the intro, I th- think the most interesting thing for me around David Willey is, is that if you think about 2019, David Willey was not good enough to get into to England's 15. And in this World Cup, he's kind of been first name on the team sheet, and that kind of gives you an idea as to sort of like where where perhaps the um, you know the, the skill level, particularly in the bowling lineup, has has kind of fallen away between one tournament and the next. Mm. Um, you know, a guy who was surplus to requirements has actually been been the guy you can depend upon most, and that's not saying a great deal for then for the other guys, mm. is it? Yeah, definitely. And, and he's definitely been playing with the bit between his teeth, as in a you know he wants to go down. Um, in a, in a good fashion and, and there's been a bit uh, you can f- sense a little bit of a you know well f you i'm gonna you know this is what i can do and this is my, and this is the stage that i'm going to do and, it and he's in the you know you're always in the window aren't you i mean kind of mm. thinking about daryl mitchell making the, the hundred in the in the loss against india the other day anything you do in india in front of mm. in front of the cricket watching world mm. um that serves you well for whatever else comes afterwards, whether or not the team you're playing for wins or not, you know yeah. it's well, kind of it's it's very important to to to, to give a good account of well, yourself. Well, there are quite a few players who've become millionaires basically just the performances against India. Like Carl Jameson got his massive contract. Mm. Sam Curran got mm. his massive contract after the performance yeah. against India. If only you'd um, done better at Thames Ditton. If only I did better at Thames Ditton. Um, anyway, that's it for part one. In part two, Jim will talk us through Pakistan's remarkable win over New Zealand. So for those of you who might have missed this, New Zealand hit 401. Ratchin Ravindra registered his third 100 of the World Cup. He's still only 23 years old. And there were solid contributions from basically everyone else. Williamson got runs. But somehow that wasn't enough. In a rain-affected second innings, Pakistan hit 200 for one from 25.3 overs, which gave them a 20-run win on DLS. Jim, that's just vintage Pakistan. (laughs) It was absolutely. Also, for keep, just thank you for keeping the tournament alive. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. Rumbles on, and there's still so many permutations. We were messaging. I was like, 
I couldn't believe that some of the that some of the guys, you know, well, for England, England are like that. Um, what's it from Terminator Two? T one thousand. You know, the guy that gets shot and just keeps coming back. I was like, surely, if if Pakistan win this, can England still sneak through? You're like, yeah, yeah. There's there's a way of doing it, and it was like, yeah, this is. Um, but but it was absolute carnage. Confession time. I was a bit hungover this morning, and I was doing the over by over, and I was like, I just want a quiet morning. <laughs> and when I saw that New Zealand had posted four hundred, I was like, oh. You know, maybe Pakistan will get skittled in, in, for a hundred or so, and it'll be you know be, be quite over quite quickly, and yeah. I can get about re- and it, replenishing. And myself. here you are at five twenty, and here I am at five twenty talking about it, yeah, with bags <laughs> under my eyes. Um, but you know, doing an over by over of that fuck as a man stuff, it was mm. it was chaos because you know he was. I mean, massive hits. There's a small ground there at, at Bengaluru, but they were like almost going out of the stadium. He was just, he kept on clearing his front leg and getting down on one knee and talk about playing the spinners confidently. Um, Sodi, Santner and, and Phillips, you know, they they all disappeared. So yeah. It was, was, was that innings as good as it looks on the scorecard? 126 off 81, 11 sixes. Um, yeah. He's hit 18 sixes in two innings. He, yeah. It wasn't in the team for most yeah, of the Yeah, it wasn't in the, the team way. two weeks uh, ago. And right? those 18 sixes are as many as the entirety of the rest of the Pakistan top order put together across the entirety of the tournament yeah and he was a real cool dude after in the, in the match thing he was sort of like yeah you know that's what i do i, I smash six <laughs> this is the, what i do six, 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 yeah. six, uh, into the crowd but um yeah it was it was really impressive because the pressure was on you know that their their tournament hopes basically were on the line they lost an early wicket and i was clapping my hands thinking here we go <laughs> and and you know and they came in and and down the other end baba azam was doing his baba azam thing of sort of uh, taking a quite a few balls to get in. I was mm. listening to a bit of TMS and I can't remember who it was, but it was going absolutely nuts at Baba, you know, being like, he's not even trying to hit bound. Meanwhile, down the other end, he was just knocking singles and twos. Yeah. He didn't really need to because down the other end, it was... it was. And um, that one wicket was crucial in the DLS, right? It, yes. The, the target changes depending on how many wickets yeah, yeah, yeah. you lose. So if um, they'd lost another, they, they were gone, I think, because it, it just makes it that much harder. Yeah. And I'm not sure how... When the first rain delay came, I'm not sure how much they would have known I'm not sure that they they were playing for that. I think they were just hunting down yeah. 400. There was no, you know, there was no, oh, we need to be at this stage after 21 overs but, but or But second rain delay, do you think it was more obvious that they're, they're aware that it was more I think so. I think by then the clouds had set in and it was still drizzling, I think, when it came out. And I'm the sure they would, they would have had a chat. That it was coming. Yeah, yeah it was yeah. coming. And then and then New Zealand bowls uh, Ish Sodi and there was quite a lot of, why would you bowl a spinner to him? He's just been pumping them out of the ground for the past yeah. hour and a half and I think that over went for 15 or 17 or something with two or three big sixes and, and then and then they came off again yeah. so um yeah it was it, it was a shame I actually by the by the end of it despite the hangar I managed to get a bacon sarnie in the gap as well oh, in nice. one of the rain delays well so then I was replenished and like, I want this to go so it was a real shame because actually I think it could have been one of those classics anything completely ridiculous um Coupled together with Pakistan and the World Cup, and you can guarantee it's going to happen. So I, I am, I for one, because if people have been listening through from beginning of this, mm. you just, you know, they will find a way somehow. You've got the chairman standing down, the, the chief <laughs> selector's gone, the, there is there are eruptions everywhere. The entire sort of Pakistan cricketing, um, you know, organisation is being sort of called into question for corruption and goodness knows whatever else. And yet. Yeah. Well, I yeah. always we think we could pack- still get an India yeah. Pakistan <laughs> semi final. Concede four hundred, yeah. you think? Well, that's surely. Concede four hundred and win. I, I think with Pakistan, you know, the other crucial bit is the most important person to their campaign is always someone who's not in the side. Yes. at halfway point. <laughs> <laughs> always <laughs> the case. Um, but that's the second time in the history of ODI cricket that four hundred technically has been chased. Not since the four three eight game at Joburg. Not to put a damp squid on this game, but. 200 for one off 25 and a half overs. 
chasing 402. That mm. doesn't feel the same to me. All the win predictor tools had New Zealand at about 75% at the point the game came to an end. Yeah. Yet DLS has Pakistan as 21 run winners. But that, you know, that, that sheet comes out at halfway and you kind of, <laughs> and, and it's there. It's, it's written down in black and white. I mean, again, they, they, lots of things had to go right. You know, had FACA not, if I got out, then mm. the chances are they would have been a long way behind, regardless of the two wickets changing the mm -hmm. changing the run point, because he's you know he's the one guy I suppose who can kind of go at that at those sort of rates. But um, you know the fact that he's only played what was his second game in the tournament mm -hmm. is bizarre, isn't it? I mean, <laughs> really, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And he he'd been sort of left out on the back of a sort of a run of low scores, but it wasn't long ago that he'd scored three hundreds in the trot on the trot against New Zealand mm. right in back in would have been April, I guess. Um, and, and also those low scores are in completely different pitches to the ones you get. Yeah, I mean, you know, he's just, he's just a, he's an X factor player for them mm. and, he, and he really ought to be in every, in every, in every 11 that they put out. Yeah. And also because the, re the rest of their top order are all quite similar in style. Mm. They're all like quite classical stroke makers and not necessarily yeah. six yeah. hitters. Some of his um, weren't too classical, but they were still doing fun to watch. <laughs> and he's a, he's uh, a proper munger. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and obviously it, it didn't, it didn't really work out Pakistan because they did concede 401, but Pakistan going in with that strategy of, of not playing either the leg spinning all rounders in Shalab Khan and Usama Mir. They're basically playing four quicks in Shaheen, Hassan Ali, Harris Ralph, and Mohammed Wasim, who had a very good game actually, three for 60 of his mm. 10, and just hoping that Iftikhar and um, Aga Salman can get through the other 10. And they actually conceded uh, 76 off their combined 10 overs, which actually, in the grand scheme of things, was pretty good. Mm. Um, so, yeah. yeah I mean, I'm not sure that that's, I'm not sure that's a strategy that will, <laughs> that will see them all the way through. But then, you know. That means it probably will. Probably will. Yes. And also, Salmanaga is what <laughs> Salmanaga is one of those guys who I swear six, seven times out of ten doesn't do anything in a cricket match. But, <laughs> but, but 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 since he came into the side, they've looked like a completely different team. Um, Richard asked, "Is it on for Pakistan? Can they squeak into the last four and then turn it on in a semi-final against India and win the whole thing just as they plan?" <laughs> Great win for Pakistan. They still are relying on Sri Lanka to do them a favour against New Zealand, um, even if it's not a win, just making sure that game's close so Pakistan can can do a net run rate turnaround. And also that's relying on Afghanistan not not getting wins against either South Africa or Australia. Um, but yeah, Pakistan, England, what, that, that, anything could happen. Yeah, and it, and it means that, the, you know, what we got left, nine games, ten games of the tournament, it means they're all, they're all kind of, they've all got something on them. Hmm. So... Uh, um, it's taking well, a while to get here, but it's oh, really interesting it now. I mean, you know, the, it's been reflected, I think, in the in the crowds. You know, mm. a, a little bit, a little bit like you see in in sort of um, the interest in sort of IPL tournaments. At the beginning, everyone kind of want, wants to watch every team get mm. through their first game or two. Then the mm. middle bit, everyone packs it in. The, the World Cup has been slightly different in the, the beginning. Before there was any jeopardy knocking around, mm. you know, the crowds are pretty ambivalent towards games that weren't involving India. And now, of course, they're, they're, you know they were cra they, they were crammed in at, at Ahmedabad. I say crammed. There were still lots of seats left because it's a mm. it's a, a ginormous <laughs> stadium. But you know the the, the interest from the, from everybody from the cricketing watching public now that the points actually mean something is is, is ramped up. Mm. Well, that's it for today. Cheers, Butch. Cheers, Jim. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Wisdom Cricket World Cup Daily Podcast, powered by Scene. Once again, Scene are our video partners on Wisdom.com, helping us to deliver a more engaging and immersive viewing experience across mobile, tablet and desktop. Head to the link in the description to find out more.
Sports Social Podcast Network.